0: Welcome, welcome everybody to Becky Left The Chat Schedule for One Fall Feed. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hello. Jen, how you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm like, I want to say four beers deep.
0: And that's because this is a very, very <laughs> special episode. This is a pay-per-view episode and this happens to Woo-woo. be an extra special pay-per-view episode. So, about, not well, a little, little while ago... Jen and I decided that we were going to rewatch 90s wrestling. And when we made that decision, because we were bored and found out it was all on Peacock.
1: Well, let's really look at why we made this decision. Okay. There's a pandemic. Just imagine imagine, if you will, what that would look like you, if wait, there wait, was wait. a worldwide pandemic.
0: I'm gonna give you a Zach Moore's timeout because I'm okay. wearing a Zach Moore's t shirt. You are. Are you gonna tell the whole story in its entirety?
1: No. I'm gonna I'll, give the, I'll have to chime in. So I'm going to give the abridged version. The abridged version, okay. I just want to say, I want you all to imagine what it would be like if there was a pandemic where you're supposed to stay at home all the time, right? So you're doing that, and you and your lovely partner are both working from home, which you kind of did anyway, but now it's, like, real. Now you're really working from home all the time. And you decide to watch some A&E wrestling biographies, right, on, I think... We watched Macho Man, then Bret Hart, then Shawn Michaels, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds about right. I think that was the... Sounds about right. And as we're watching them, we realized we both... I mean, you knew and I knew that we liked wrestling when we were kids. But the nostalgia hit for me in such a way that I was like, oh my God. I forgot how much I love this shit. Right? And then we connected on a, we both really liked wrestling situation. And then um discovered Peacock could give us all the old wrestling, right? Am I right? Do you need to add some more?
0: So, although that sounds almost entirely accurate, the missing piece was going back to if any other people have it. If any other people have parents that have uh, kept the room the way... (laughs) Their child had left it. Going back... Any yeah, other
1: only children out there? Only children?
0: <laughs> so we had watched the A&E biographies, but then we had gone back, finally, to see friends and family we hadn't seen for a while. It was um, like uh, almost
1: two years at that because point. Because of the Maybe pandemic. a year and a half Yeah, yep.
0: And we stumbled upon... <clears throat> old photographs that were taken, real-life photographs, which we use for the podcast, real-life photographs.
1: I need to uh, upload these photographs to, to you do. Instagram and share them with the world. Which
0: yeah. you took at a uh, house show. Front in, row, baby.
1: Front row. It was in New Jersey. Front row.
0: <clears throat> New Jersey, yeah, because we figured that out. huh. Because we had to figure it out. Might but have
1: slapped some hands. Might have had some some superstars' hair in my face.
0: The point being, once that happened... And then you realize, wait a minute, so you went to those shows and I went to those shows. And I think it's just an important thing that we wanted to bring out right here on the top. Because if you just stumble upon any episode, and you stumble upon this episode, the SummerSlam episode, the pay-per-view episode, where we're having the most fun when we're doing the podcast, just kind of keep in mind, you may find yourself in the same position we did. Where we were both like, wait, you went to a wrestling show, I went to a wrestling yeah. show, and it all clicks... Come right back. This is the very first thing we decided to watch. We watched this... Pa- this, We watched the, la- the last WrestleMania.
1: We, the first thing we decided to watch was actually the 91 SummerSlam, but I will go with one. And then on this ride. SummerSlam.
0: We watched the 91, no, then this one.
1: No, we, we watched all the things till this. We watched the 91 SummerSlam, then we watched the 91 Survivor Series, then the Royal Rumble, then the...
0: See, I feel like you're... I feel like we watched this, then okay. we went back and watched all of them.
1: Maybe Because we we wanted
0: to watch the Davy Boy. You might be right. Bret Hart match.
1: You might be right. And it may just be a lunatic that I'm looking for.
0: And that's it. And see, (laughs) that's how all this works. So this is actually, this one's got a special place because this is an important one. This is one of the first ones that we watched.
1: Yeah. No, it is. It it truly is. In the
0: time that we wanted to watch it. And we sat down. We watched the whole thing because it had all the people that we knew or thought we knew. And uh, we were getting ready to enjoy it. So sit back and let's... Let's talk about all these feuds we've been talking about.
1: Also, like, do you feel like the open-air, outdoor pay-per-view events hit different, like...
0: It did. Right? It did. A lot of this is really an event, and uh, we're excited to present it. From the disputed amount of people I had listed...
1: It was like 80,000. Right?
0: <laughs> well, it was a very specific number that Vino Mac would say. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is that I call him Vinny Mac? You call him Vino Mac? Well,
0: he's Vino Mac because it's a pay-per-view. Okay, so, this so is like a fine wine. This is a <laughs> fine wine of everything that he's been bringing to us. He's Vino Mac. Eighty thousand three hundred and fifty-five. It is disputed. We cannot say even to this right. day if that's right, the amount Vince. of people.
1: All right, Vinny. But
0: but Vino brought us a. What would you say? I mean, to to set the stage, <sighs> Vinny and Bobby Heenan. Heenan has wait, wait, a crown. Wait wait wait
1: wait wait. Before we get to that. The screen goes black. A logo pops up. It's a black and white logo on a black screen. This SummerSlam brought to you by IcoPro. For everybody who cares about their body.
0: That's the stage. <laughs> that's
1: how this... This is this is where we are. And this is where we're going. And uh, buckle up. Because it's just... It's going to come at you hard. But, so um, we so mean- that's what it starts. And then there's children... Outside of Wembley Stadium.
0: Okay. Wait. 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 Wait.
1: Can we? We have to talk about the children bef- before we talk about the Bobby. Okay. Okay.
0: This may be our first disagreement.
1: Oh, sh- disagreement.
0: This dis. This is a disagreement.
1: <laughs> Not a disagreement.
0: Um, no, it's a disagreement because we are in the world of kayfabe, so you're making your own words. This is a disagreement. Okay, okay. Okay. And in our disagreement, I would have set the stage with our players, but. Having said that, we will find our players after you tell me about your MVP. Your all-star.
1: I got to go in order.
0: Your all-star of the the SummerSlam. Give it to us. Who was it?
1: Well, they show a bunch of children, right? Most of them wearing Ultimate Warrior face paint. Screamed at the warrior. Enter little boy. want to say he's probably eight and three quarters years old. Blonde hair. Pretty sure it was like a bowl cut situation. British accent, looks at the camera, says, The British Bulldog's gonna win, whether he wants to or not. <laughs> Thanks, kid.
0: We watched that about 22 times. Because
1: I can't. What does it is that your fucking thing? mean? he <laughs> Who doesn't want to win? Who gets this far in their professional life? As a wrestler... And doesn't wanna win. I'm
0: gonna give you a hint. It could be Davey Boy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because if
1: anyone there doesn't want the, to win.
0: The conviction that this young gentleman, this young British gentleman who now is <laughs> legit 40 years old, probably has a wife, kids, whatever. He's got a partner. That that <sighs> True
1: pff, The
0: flames that he spat.
1: I w- listen. If you Set know up. if you know this kid, if you know how to I'm contact this kid, if you know this kid's name. I need to know who this person is.
0: Didn't you say that, that was this the same oh, kid that got glasses later on? Is that true? No, no, no. Oh, it's a different kid? Yeah, it's a different kid. Okay. But, that's where we get started. That's where we start. Now, then we set. cut. It says the Table is now set.
1: Then, enter the trumpets.
0: Trumpets. And we get Vino Mac and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan wearing like a monarch crown that he uh-huh. clearly got from like, Spirit of Halloween. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a $2 crown. He's not even trying. Like, Jerry, it it's actually, the funny part is it's probably just Jerry the King Lawler's crown later. They just give it to him. They're like, props, just re-gives it back to him. Right. We have well, to look I mean, Jerry
1: the King Lawler is currently a tag team champion in another, I think, I think at this time. Well, I know. In but
0: he's, he's coming. He's coming soon.
1: I think so. he brings his own.
0: I don't know this, this may be the only one that they have because they're like the could only be one kid. True,
1: true but Vinny does let you know this is a SummerSlam Vino. you thought you'd never see this is it here and, we are and this is it SummerSlam and, you thought you'd Vino, never decided, see. and Vino decided and someone decided
0: like as we're watching this Uh-oh. now the first time it didn't hit me as much because I'm like hmm maybe this is how wrestling was like maybe they did this at these open shows like maybe this is just how it was and like that I'm like I'm remembering it right but on the second and third time I'm like, look, I don't want to pick nits on a thing where people are not actually hitting each other, but like for real, you don't need to walk like a mile and a
1: half to get to the stage? To the ring? No real talk.
0: Like I feel like there's a
1: distance. I don't think I've ever seen a pay-per-view where they the, the walk from the locker room. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's unbelievable.
0: So in the beginning, when we're watching it. I'm like, this is like how it's all going to be. Unbelievable
1: amount of walking.
0: And then like on our rewatch now, we're we're smack in the middle of the Attitude Era. Nobody's ever walked anything close to that to get to anywhere. Well,
1: I mean, when you start Monday Night Raw at the um, Manhattan Center, right? Mm-hmm. You walk like two feet. Like it's like you barely walk, you you walk like six feet and you're at the ring. And this is they legit walked a
0: football oh, holy field. Shit. It was ridiculous. So long. It was so wild, <laughs> it's and wild. it's just. It blew my mind because I'm like, man, it's just the pageantry and the spectacle.
1: Mm. Fucking love it. I love
0: the pageantry. Look, to go back to what I'm saying, just, just to make sure I'm right, I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to put a pin in it afterwards. Because this is our fun SummerSlam podcast pin in it. We watched the Bret Hart documentary. He talks about this match, I think, on the documentary. And then that's when we went and watched the match. You're right. Because we were like, this has that You're
1: match. Right. You're right. You're right. you
0: right. Because we weren't paying attention to anything else. Like we weren't watching the Savage War. Like we didn't really watch it. We were like, oh, that's missed. Like we didn't. We weren't really paying attention. But we watched it. Yeah. We, yeah. Because we were, we were going to this, and we we're like, oh, that's cool that it has that. I right.
1: think was at least one other match I paid attention to.
0: But yeah. Well, we we'll, we will get to that.
1: Um. Also. Yes. Every single pay per view should start with the same person.
0: And here it is. So, in our matches where we let up, in our podcast where we let up, we were talking about how we were upset about maybe where some of the old feuds died to get this new card that had a lot of things that we thought were pretty sus. Big old beef stroganoff, right? Right. But now we're going to get into it because this is what we have, and we're going to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I don't care anymore. I'm ready. I I mean, I'm buying into this extravaganza. I I like the pomp. I also like the circumstance.
0: I got to say, if you pl- pluck this out now, and this is how we're going to do this from now on going forward, then these pay-per-views. <laughs> we're just going to pluck it out of, like, you're sitting here, you're someone that's listening to this podcast, you enjoy it, and you're like, all right, this is fun. Um, That's the level of wrestling, like, I want to be at. But then you want to, like, watch it with a friend or, like, a relative. This is how we're going to rate these now. So if you just plucked it out, like... When we're sitting there and you hear that money ink drop as the that's very it. first thing you're that's like, "Wait a minute."
1: That is I it. know them and you're like, that "Yeah, is,
0: it, was, it, so it was It was it was like you pluck money. it out and you're like, "Yeah, I can see money sit and watch money this.
1: money money." This is and money ink.
0: I'm like, "Don't yeah. you
1: feel like to this day they need to bring Deebs in to just start off WrestleMania 39?" It, it, like if you hear that, that music, it just drops and uh, to this day, it if the, if, if... Top five. Top if, five entrance if music. If the world definitely. needed
0: to unite, you just have him drop off in whatever concert you're going to have. It's just like, have him at <laughs> the start and you're like, we're here. We're all here. This is amazing. And it was perfect. And it was really uh, well set up. So we yeah, had the LOD Money Ink match. Mr. Perfect? It wasn't because we'll get to his whereabouts soon well,
1: enough. Well, let's, let's talk about their entrance. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, so our matchup here is LOD Money, Inc. Yeah. First thing we hear, bang, that music hits. And we're like, okay, IRS, mm. believe it or not, is wearing the same outfit he wears to work.
1: It's unbelievable. Time. Yeah.
0: And Deeb's is wearing all white.
1: All white and gold, with with gold trim. White and
0: gold trim. And tell me uh, how He looks long- money, you know. How long does it take for them to get to the stage, to the to the ring? <laughs>
1: About thirty-five minutes. I don't really know.
0: It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was
1: amazing. <laughs> a lot longer than LLD, who comes on on motorbikes.
0: Yep, with Paul Ellering, uh,
1: and he's got he's got a hitchhiker, Rocco, on the handlebars. Handle handlebars.
0: And they all make it down, and then they get into a match. Pretty decent. Like we watched it the first time. It's like this is a good match. Like. If you're just plucking this out of, uh, hey, you know, out of thin air. Saying, hey, you yeah, should really I watch mean, this LMD if you like it. It was,
1: it was a good match. They had the gold shoulder pads. Deeb's. This is a little sauce. White tights. But when you're wearing the tidy whitey type of tights. it's, yeah, it's a, it's, a lot. It's,
0: It worked, though. He pulled it off. It, it was off. okay. He, he, he could off.
1: pull it off because I feel like he's wearing really thick tights. You don't, you don't feel like you're too exposed to the elements <laughs> or whatever. But, yeah. Um... They all look sharp. Jimmy Hart looks sharp. hmm I have a question for you. Yes. I have a question for you, because I know how you feel about Rocco. Mm-hmm. I know how you feel about Jimmy Hart. Yeah. You have a choice to make. Yeah. Every single wrestling match that you watch. Rocco. <laughs> Can I finish my question? Sure. <laughs> From now on. ringside. <laughs> it's either Jimmy Hart or Rocco with a handler so he, you know, is verbal. Rocco. Okay. You know why? Because you hate Jimmy Hart that much.
0: No, I don't hate Jimmy Hart. I really think Jimmy Hart's great. But, like, I, in my personality and the way that I handle things and the, the way that I function in society, when I get interrupted by something, I have to address the interruption. So when he's yelling with the megaphone, it takes me out of what I'm watching, and it's like a circle that like it just breaks my concentration and watching it, and it's strictly because he's yelling with the megaphone. It has because n- okay. I'm he's distracting me from what I'm watching, and I'm supposed to invest myself in what I'm watching. So I'll give you an example: if I play Jeopardy, and people start talking to me when the questions being read or yelling things, I get angry. I don't even want to play because I'm like I can't focus. For the five seconds I need to focus. So you know, it's I, like.
1: I actually understand that because what I can't handle, what makes me unable to focus on anything, is a puppet sitting in a folding chair okay. ringside. He's literally in a folding chair. I respect it. And like. But he's not
0: screaming on a megaphone. He's not narrating the match on a megaphone.
1: in a folding chair with his puppet face is. Okay. No. You know, I think the thing about Jimmy Hart. For me, is is he screaming on a megaphone, and he's very loud, and he has a harsh voice. But it's like so much, and it's so consistent that it's almost like I don't hear it anymore. It's like I tune it right out. Okay. but I, I I hear what you're saying. Because so, if I couldn't do that, I would so probably
0: agree with when you. I was in college,
1: you big, went to college with Jimmy Hart.
0: I did, but like a big what? a big thing, as you can recall, was like underground tapes slash DVDs of like. Yes. Right. So like, we were talking the other day about CKY and those like skating yes. videos. Yes. But like, there was also And One mixtapes, which were like crazy basketball moves that were done on like basketball courts and streetball courts. So that was like a, like And One was like a like a the the mixtapes that they used to make was like a thing. So there's regular NBA. Like I like that. And then here's literally And One where there's someone yelling. Like narrating the moves that someone's doing as they're doing them to someone to play basketball. And I'm like, I can't pay attention to all of this. Like, I understand. So I, that's why I don't like Jimmy Hart. It's just I can't handle no, I him narrating what's happening in front of me. I understand that
1: being distracting. I get it. I'm able to tune it out, but I can surely understand that you can't. I get Be-
0: it. And, and he's just got such, <laughs> like, <laughs> child. A lot. He's a childish heel supporter energy so I he's kind of like i tell-
1: love him but i understand why people do. yeah
0: so like that's the that's really the thing so I for love me his
1: jackets man the airbrush people no
0: his look is great for who he's trying to be and yeah. what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish like it's a great managerial look it's just for me it just it doesn't i hit. know
1: i get it i get it completely. And,
0: and maybe in an arena it's different too because in an arena it's like oh jimmy hart he's like yelling like kind of what's happening so you it know, it's kind of keeps you engaged.
1: Things That's probably way different as a spectator yeah. actually there. Mm-hmm. Because you're not hearing, what a maneuver! And that's Bobby it. So when, and when, silly when I'm bit, listening just... to
0: Vince and Bobby and trying to watch the TV, yes. and then he starts yelling, and I hear him yelling about what I'm, It just becomes a circle. Yeah. So.
1: Totally. Um, <laughs> There's a point in the match where... Um, I'm pretty sure DiBiase is in the ring, and he doesn't actually get the... the tag from irs he they just kind of switch <laughs> they go back and forth yeah and there's just a whole argument between vince and bobby about whether or not you have to tag if you're close enough to make the tag like you, you just can just kind of assume that it's, it's a possibility and it's just it's very silly but like, and it made my heart but happy.
0: while that was happening they were doing like a special kind of wrestling move which is just funny which goes along with just the idea like if i'm gonna try to get someone to watch wrestling you really gotta know what kind of wrestling they want to watch too that's the thing. So if they want to watch like more hardcore ECW type things, you, you have to put them in that direction. This is traditional wrestling. So yeah, the move that's happening as they're doing their little back and forth, who's actually giving him the sleeper hold? Yes. Is they'll put their foot out, and then the other guy will put his foot on his foot as if to make it be like he's getting more leverage. Yeah. So they that. kept doing because like because because like so <laughs> let's say DiBiase's legs on on the the turntable uh, on the the turnbuckle. And
1: but maybe he's a he's DJ holding on to the else? ropes,
0: and then so he's pushing his right leg out, to which IRS can get behind it, so he can use it to push. So they're creating like this. So you think that that would make that right, like more powerful?
1: Like yeah, yeah, but it literally like, makes no sense. Like it just yeah. it makes
0: no sense because no. he's <laughs> his back isn't against a wall. He's
1: like hanging.
0: Right. Of oh, a like he's not gonna get the kind of leverage. He doesn't
1: have so much leverage that-
0: <laughs> So it's just such a funny, like just straight up traditional like wrestling. It's,
1: it's the best.
0: Like this is just a great wrestling match. Yeah. It's just fun. And this is the this time is for that. This is like match. kind
1: yeah. of like the end. I mean you yeah, get a couple more years, but like yeah. this is like when it's this so is so good yeah.
0: And they're they're at their all of them are at their a-, a game. I really I enjoy the match for what it is, like of just classical kind of wrestling. It's it's a lot of fun. Um
1: Well apparently Two, this match was LOD's last match for a few years hmm. in the World Wrestling Federation because Hawk was, like, actually really fucked up Yeah. on, like, drugs and stuff. And if you watch this match, he's a little sluggish because he's just all messed no. up on pills. Um, Which I'm not trying to break it down because it was still a pretty good match. But, yeah, that's the yeah. thing.
0: And that's it. And that's... <laughs> No, I mean it. Just, just, you know, it's a really yeah, this enjoyable. Is a, this first is match. really the last time you see it, them. If for you pluck a it out so. and want to grab someone's nostalgia bone, you put this on. Like you, you're mm. like you're building the case. So here.
1: where exactly is your nostalgia bone? Me. Everybody's. Oh. Or is it different?
0: I mean, yours is different than mine. Like mine is the at mine is the attitude. No, error. I
1: mean like where on your body is your nostalgia bone?
0: Oh, on my body. Yeah. The only place that your nostalgia bone can be in your body is your forearm. Because okay. everybody can remember the Bret Hart. Like he's holding his forearm as he's dropping it down.
1: Okay. You
0: know what I mean? Like everybody can remember that. Yeah, I
1: don't know about that, but I'll I'll accept it. Yeah, so this match ends with um animal, um pinning IRS. Or no, pinning uh D- Thanks for stopping by, Jen. You know what? My notes are not great notes, but they are my own. Okay. Also, I'm on beer number five, okay? Beer <laughs> number five. I'm Again. I'm going to listen to this when I edit it. And I'm going to be like, there's no way. No. It's, we this are is, releasing this.
0: Listen, when you get to this part, you can laugh about how I, I reminded you, like, yo, this is a special episode. Special episodes. We're having fun.
1: So, of course, as I watched this, I was rooting for Money Yank because I love me some Money Yank. Love me some heels. Um, But now knowing that this is LOD's last match for a long time, I am happy that they won, you know. So I guess that that answers my question, though, about what's going to happen to Rocco. I bet nothing. Nothing happens to Rocco because now they're going to disappear and I'm never going to have closure on this Rocco bullshit.
0: If that's accurate, it's totally possible. That the next time you see Paul Ellering is in that, like, last sequence where we see them. When he, come, remember he comes back. Like, he brings, like, another, like, like in, in, like, like 97, 97. Yeah, he's got, like, yeah. the biker guys. So. Like, attitude. So, ownership. you are not ever going to, we're not going to find out what happens to Rockwell.
1: Great. Great. So, you made me endure <laughs> this fucking guy for nothing. So. After this. Yes. We get a nice little interview mm-hmm. with your mans, Ric Flair. Mean Gene interviews him.
0: Not happy. He-
1: no, man. He feels cheated. You know, he's wearing his robe. He's wearing his 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 wrestling doodads because um, he's always going to be ready for action. And he won't he won't give up where Mister Perfect's going to go where his allegiances are. He won't he won't let Mean Gene know. And that's it. So he's not actually wrestling today at all. But he's there. He he's shows ready. up. He's ready. He's ready in case I guess a wrestler sweeps out. He's he's there.
0: And then we get. The ultimate, uh, the ultimately promoted match of Nails versus well, Virgil.
1: First, you get an interview with Virgil. Well, he's coming. Well, I mean, yeah. let It doesn't matter. I'm not saying that it happens. Let's get through this.
0: Let, let's get through this part so we get Nails <laughs> against Virgil in a four minute match. Yeah, that doesn't go well for Virgil. And it doesn't even seem like the audience really appreciates it. They kind of don't really understand. Like nobody really, really understands. a shit
1: about what nails, this man. is. I don't think anyone gives. I mean, no. Like the thing is, nails is nails. I don't think anybody likes him. Like I think he's very effective at being a heel because I really think everybody hates him. And also, his only real feud was with Big Boss Man, and he's wrestling against nails. It's just it. Nobody cares.
0: I wanna. I wanna put. I, I wanna throw something out there i want to put a challenge out there to you um i don't want you to take more than a minute to think about it and then from there we're just gonna watch as we go forward so is there another mid low to mid carter that has ever had someone just that was a face that ever had someone just immediately come on and be their heel because it's just he was specifically boss man's heel because his gimmick is specifically against Boss Man. and there was some sort of beef that they had about something, so it's like, why? It, like, it, like who? Like he got his own villain, and yeah. the villain like just doesn't make any sense because it didn't make sense with him. You know what I mean?
1: We gotta um put a pin in that because I, I don't. I want to I mean, watch and see. Obviously, we haven't watched through the eighties and the very beginning of the nineties and earlier than that, and. I can't offhand think of anybody, but I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that there's an answer and the answer is somebody else, but okay. I can't.
0: Okay. We're, let's, especially as we watch going forward, because maybe that's an older what's thing. Was that
1: plumber guy going after the dumpster? We'll have to look we'll ha- for that. We'll, ha- we'll, we'll have, have to, watch. Look, we'll have we'll to have keep to watch a lookout on it.
0: We'll have to watch. <laughs> we'll have that? to watch
1: Shotgun Saturday Nights. What was, what was the plumber's name? I, he was there for like a month. I. You know what's fucked up? I remember his um plunger's name. it was Betsy, but I don't remember <laughs>
0: because because you know, and then again, we're gonna put a pin in this part, Because as this is happening, it's like, okay, well, here, like we're just gonna insert nails against Virgil because Virgil is boss man's friend, but there's no real like no, nobody's got any juice here, so this match happens, nails wins, he starts brutalizing Virgil at the end, and it's kinda of like, why I don't like I this doesn't make I, any he's just so
1: bad, you know I mean he was in so, jail, you know. That's um, it.
0: That's that 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 was so, that was my notes about this one. Like what like
1: Well, apparently Is this real? You know about how um I think it's I think it's at SummerSlam right before, right after Nails beats up Vince McMahon in his office? Yes. And it's like then there's a whole lawsuit, it's like a whole it's a whole thing. Apparently that was because he feels like he felt like he wasn't compensated enough for this match against Virgil where he was apparently compensated between eight and nine thousand dollars and he he felt like he deserved more or needed more i I don't know how much you should have gotten paid at the time i mean whatever you are at a pay-per-view event i guess that's what sparked this whole anger in him to brutally attack his boss i don't know so it's this match that that caused that it's
0: unbelievable i i don't know what to say um again when we're going to rate this. I want to rate this on a Ugh. this pay-per-view stands on its own merit. Like you want to show someone something and it's like I just showed you something fun that you remember from your youth and then I showed you this weird
1: Yeah, but it's good because it reminds you. No, no, no. These gimmicks, they are real. This guy's a convict and they even
0: like, yes, Even yeah, using the that, word, that's my point. He's, he's escaping the
1: ring. Like, right. Bobby Heenan and Vinny, they kept saying, he's escaping, like, everything. It's but he's just not a convict, so, because a, we talked about it. No, he's not I'm a s- convict. He's
0: Bobby. out He's out on parole. Like, if he's a convict, everybody could see him. You let him get on an airplane and fly with the crew, and it's, then show up to <laughs> fight someone. He's in a different country. Jen, in a different country. He's an international fugitive. Fabes, sometimes, I know. if you
1: look too far into... The tunnel, or the, it
0: stares, or back. the snow globe, it that is back.
1: The kayfabe snow globe, it stares back. You can't look that far into it because it gets real muddy in there. And right? again, I think that's probably
0: why the British audience really didn't get this. Just didn't hit. Oh, um, what?
1: I, I don't think it hit any audience. I don't think anyone gave a fuck. So, and you know what? If you did, I'm sorry. I do need you to contact us. Becky left the chat at Gmail, and I want you to tell me that you cared about it because I do respect that, and I want I want to know. Yeah, why. I want to know. Like, why. I actually like in a like, real way, not in a condescending way.
0: <laughs> so we started with a high. We started with a wrestling high. Right. We hit
1: LOD man. Everybody loves LOD. Everybody yeah. loves LOD from you. Money, movies. money, money. Or if money, you're money. if
0: you're a fan of the heels, you know it's it's money Inc. because you know Deeb's has that special place. Is that kind of first. <laughs> First guy that's bankrolling a, like a stable. He's got his stable that just doesn't do anything, but it's always just Not stable. Yet.
1: Not yet, though. No,
0: no, no. But I'm saying he's yeah. got a stable of villains, but his villains like are always second rate villains, and you're like, all right, cool, but like it's Dude, cool. Dude, I, lo-
1: I thought he was the loved man LDB. when I was I a kid. I love him. I love and him. And I know but... you loved IRS. Yes, and I did too. Cause my mom worked for the IRS, so I had like a weird like woo. Right? Is that weird?
0: You 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 may want to consider keeping that, but also cutting it because that's weird. My what? mom worked for the IRS, so I was into IRS. Like, come
1: on. I mean, if you're like a little kid, and <laughs> there's you know, that's your it, mascot. That's the IRS's right? like, mascot. Say your, is your mom is like a nurse, and there was like a nurse character. You'd be like, oh, that person works the same job my mom did. I don't. I don't know.
0: Well, we don't then, judge me. I'm not judging. I was laughing at you. So then we got. <laughs> So we went from that 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 uh, wrestling. Here's wrestling, and then the next match. I would say we got we got like kind of.
1: Well, first we get Lord Alfred Hayes
0: brutalization. Hold on, I was gonna say wrestling brutalization, okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah, now yeah. we get.
1: Well, now we get Lord Alfred Hayes looking for, for uh, looking for Mister Perfect, trying to get into Macho Man's dressing room. Mm-hmm. He ain't there. Next scene: Mean Gene with Sherry.
0: Sherry's excited. Sherry's sure ready.
1: Sherry's sure ready. They show, like, uh, clips between... They're really trying to show you why there's any kind of beef between these two heels. This is the first match of um, mm-hmm. the silliness that is the SummerSlam where you get two people on the same side fighting each other. So this is the heel-heel match, right? Um, and they show all the highlights of Sean fucking with Rick Martel and Bret Hart's match so that, you know, Bret could keep the title so Sean could get it. Um... So you kind of see why Rick, Mar- and then Rick Martell comes down and kind of flirts with Sherry at one of Sean's mm-hmm. matches. And then Sherry comes out to one of Rick's matches and kind of like winks at him. So you see this whole weird triangle of winking and I, I don't know, but you see it. You see all the, why so there could be a beef, right? Those
0: are their, Those are the three players. Yeah. And this is one of the first matches, like, again, you're plugging it in. This is a match that is strictly a Um, it's entertaining and it's not surprising that the person that's involved in a match that's entertaining you is Shawn Michaels because he really does bring the entertainment out of World Wrestling Entertainment because this match is don't punch me in the face. But also, Sherry's here. But who does she really want? Because God forbid we just ask her. Like, it's just a whole... Uh,
1: I think that she wants both of them. It's a play. If I'm looking at Sherry, she's she's saying, Oh, I'm going to stand by my man, and my man is Sean. But she's giving Ray Martel the eyeball, you know? So and, she just kind of wants them both. And, like, playing... The f-
0: and throughout the match, it's just, you know... <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like if you were going to take... It's one of those, if you were going to take... Looney Tunes characters and be like, okay, we're <laughs> gonna have them fight. It's like, well, here's Wiley Coyote. Yeah,
1: a right? lot of people I've read as I was reading about SummerSlam, a lot of people don't like this match because of that. Yeah, it's they just, feel like it's so silly. It's like
0: here's Elmer Fudd and Wiley Coyote, and you're like, this doesn't even make any sense. But I just want to remind this those. doesn't even make any sense. I want to remind everybody that it we started
1: with Rocco the Dummy riding, so, riding shotgun on a motorbike. Okay. Sitting in a folding chair. So, I mean, if we're going to talk about silliness and then the match before this is Nails the Convict. Um, Jen, I'm
0: trying to help you I'm right just now. saying
1: we live in a Jen, world right now. Right? As your
0: friend, as we we're recording this, I'm trying to help <laughs> you on this special episode. Your Sean Stanning is bleeding... Into (laughs) no 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 it's it's completely you 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 have a wound like we need to take you for stitches do we need to take do you need to listen I'm just
1: saying it's all batshit insane at this point like what are we saying what are we saying
0: I'll tell you exactly what we're saying so the match the this whole event started with characters wrestling and then it became character like some weird brutalization for a few minutes and that now it is two people entertaining the crowd with Sherry. It's like the two of them with Sherry because this match is just... They're not hitting each other, uh, punching each other. So they're just doing moves and then it devolves until eventually they do resort to violence to each other. They do slap each other, which is too much for Sherry.
1: I mean, it's Chekhov's face slap. Obviously... Someone's getting slapped in the face, right? I mean, it's just the question who slaps who first. Like what's gonna happen when there is a face slap. That's the question.
0: And what happens is you know Sherry it's Faints. Gonna happen. Sherry faints. So so it's literally like you're watching something <laughs> and you're like, now obviously, you know, if you're there, it's different. But if you're watching it from thirty years later, you're like, Okay, so we had to fill some time and give everybody an opportunity we to have get to out watch
1: here. everybody walk to the ring first, which you uh-huh. don't you don't get to watch, Rick you don't get yeah, to watch you don't him. Get to see him he comes out he's a tennis Pensicle star he's a, he's a tennis star he just cuts and he's already in the ring because they're like we don't have an extra hour to show mm-hmm. every single person walk to the ring vince does say oh he must be confused wimbledon was four weeks ago wimbledon
0: because this is literally um you know and and like as we're saying then you know sean comes out with sherry but this is they Vince liter-
1: really wants to know who is the more conceited of the two characters.
0: Who? This is just a. a how could you know? A match of two people, two ships, <laughs> sailing parallel that have nothing to do with anything because this thing ends, like we were talking a minute ago. Ends.
1: You didn't even talk about. You're talking about the ending. You didn't even talk about the beginning. You didn't even talk about Sherry. You didn't even talk about how this is a moon phase match and Sherry's. Showing the full moon.
0: I mean, I'm trying to make this PG. And what you're doing is you're bringing... This is an
1: explicit podcast.
0: Okay, so tell me about the moon phases. Because I believe I saw six moon phases. So why don't you tell me about all of the moons that I saw?
1: You see a lot of moons.
0: They rolled over like three times. I know. I know. I know. Again, I'm trying to help you with your Sean standing. (laughs) I'm here being here for you. And you're just like, but I did see his booty.
1: No, you really don't see much of his booty. But you do see... Almost all of Sherry's booty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you see it immediately. And she's facing... Well, she's facing away from the camera almost the whole time with her whole booty out. And just the, the comments, the commentary about Sherry's ass is just...
0: It doesn't stop.
1: It does not stop. We hear Twin Peaks references. We hear mm-hmm. Moons Over Miami references. Mm-hmm. It's just... She's like matching Sean with like, you know how he wears like his assless straps, but then he takes them off. She's just wearing assless straps with like a thong. You're are you saying straps? I am saying straps because again, I'm on my fifth beer. I mean
0: Cuz I was going to be like, you're you're <laughs> you're going to give my guy Vino on a special night cuz oh, he said no. Wimbledon. Cuz he said Wimbledon. Should Wimpleton? I
1: say it? Should we just cut that out?
0: No, keep it in cuz it's funny. Oh no. But because it's a special episode. It's a summer. It's a SummerSlam episode. This is what yeah, so you she's get. she's wearing
1: her assless chaps, and you can see her whole butt.
0: And there is literally a sequence of like sunset flips where each one is grabbing each other's dice because that's the yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. the heels do. So they're both oh, pulling yeah, they their pull asses their ta- out. That's why they're doing. And they it. always
1: do it to like the quote unquote like better looking guys. Like they always pull their you know. Mm-hmm. Like, no, their boots no offense, but you don't really ever see Earthquake's ass, you He's know? He's got a
0: full-on singlet, though, but that's a good try.
1: Okay, I've never seen, like, um, Stone Cold's butt. Have you? i don't never seen his butt. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Are we really doing that? Because this is just, it's a heel no, move. No, I'm
1: just saying usually, okay. It's a, it is a heel move. It's also, uh, yeah.
0: It's a traditional heel move.
1: It's a traditional heel move. Heel move. Yes.
0: That you pull the the tights. I heard a you, bunch of girls. I
1: heard a bunch of girls screaming though, and it wasn't because they were pulling down. You know. I'm just saying,
0: you were one of them screaming. I heard you scream. We watched <laughs> this. We screaming. we watched this four times in the past six months, and you screamed each each time when the not boots came scream
1: out. Scream when the boots came out. I do not care. You stop. Stop. So stop with My my favorite part though is this. There is a point. Where Bobby Heenan, my personal favorite. The brain? He's very brainy. Is talking about how Rick Martel can get all the ladies. And then he says, and Shawn Michaels is also a ladies' man. And then so am I. I'm also a ladies' man. And Vince says, yeah, maybe lady giraffes. And I still want to know what the fuck that means lady giraffe like of all the animal, of all the things to say lady giraffes so anyway i just i felt like that was really uh worth mentioning because it it cracks it just cracks me up every Jen, time have you ever but,
0: seen the movie demolition man
1: i don't think so or if i did i just don't remember well it.
0: there's a a question about the uh how do you uh you know there's no toilet paper and you're supposed to use the three seashells on the wall there's never, there's never an explanation about how you're supposed to take care of your business. <laughs> oh, no. It's just the three seashells and all the characters laugh at him. And I feel like that's you right now. I feel like you're just laughing <laughs> it's so ridiculous. at a question what it's that we will never get an answer about why he said giraffes. You know, the first <laughs> thing that came to his mind was giraffes. I don't know. Oh, no don't no one will it. know. Don't I, I do don't it. think that that's a comment that will ever be... Uh, They'll never there'll never be a, a firm statement why he said <laughs> also, the giraffes
1: also Bobby. when Sherry passes out and Sean goes to help her, you know, because she's so she's so upset that they finally got so frustrated that they slapped each other in the face. Also, did you notice the sweet chest music kick that happened where I Sean did. kicks Rick in the chest
0: because he can't kick him in the face.
1: Yeah, I think that's just such a such a good little chef's kiss on the fucking absurdity of this whole thing. Yeah, when Sherry falls out of when when Sean goes to help Sherry, who passes out on the apron, right? Right. And then just very gracefully, just poof, poof she he just knocks her on the ground. Yeah which is my probably my favorite part of the whole thing. The, it's so silly. The
0: whether or not they are partners or not, but clearly violence, if not domestic violence that was committed to a passed out Sherry.
1: It's like he's trying to help her but like also doesn't care enough to like be gentle. You know what I mean? Like he he it, it's like he's not violent but he's not not violent. Look, it's like the same way he throws her down it's like he when he fe- wins and he's like just fucking get on the floor. It's
0: like he feels like he knows the level of her um like, uh,
1: infatuation like, for him that he is unreciprocated? No, no, no.
0: I, I was gonna say, like, uh, like, like her level of tomfoolery that, that, okay. is kind of, that it's kind of like, at I, this
1: point, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's kind of like, look, I'm calling you out for your bullshit, so I'm gonna okay. kick you too hard. So if you. Cause it, it's kind of like. But a, he
1: doesn't. If you watch the clip, he it's barely, not hard. No, I No, it's so dramatic. It's so silly. And I know wonderful. because it, it's
0: this like implicit thing they have with each other. Like you're either gonna sell this or you're not. You know what I mean? Like, and she just sells it. Like he just. And it's just like. But, but oh, she quickly, sells the fuck
1: out of it. And like it's we know
0: you're awake. Okay, so we jumps know you're down, awake. And he's we like trying
1: it. to wake her up, and Bobby goes, "Give her mouth-to-mouth restitution." <laughs> and Vince is like, "What?"
0: To which then, you heard me. <laughs> All parties attempt restitution.
1: It's so silly.
0: Take it home. Tell us, tell us how this this Ugh. this stage play ends with the restitution or
1: well, because he's trying to revive her from her, you know, her passy outing, her passy outing,
0: her swooning episode,
1: her sw- her swoon episode, and then Rick comes out. And then he throws Sean away, and he he tries to get to Sherry, and then Sean punches him in the face again, you know, in the face, and throws him down the little step that's near the the ring, and then he goes back, and he picks her up, but he picks her up in a way that he's, like, has her slumped over his shoulder, where her ass is just up in the air. (laughs) It's the best. Cause it's just the most, like, if you really give a shit about somebody, you're gonna, like, if you care about someone, you're yeah, gonna there's just them, no, like, you're gonna, yes. like, hold them, like, you know.
0: 100% there's how, no. What do you
1: call it? hold? Like the. Like the, a fisherman's
0: like, carrier or something? You know, it's like oh, yeah. a. Yeah. It's a, but, like, you're gonna hold them that, like, you're not gonna hurt them. It, no, it's a hundred. It's Kind of like,
1: like, like a little kid who's sleeping, you know, like, in your arms. I know. He just throws him her over his shoulder. And her ass is in the air. It's like. And then Vince goes, is that Jupiter? <laughs>
0: It's like, it, it's like you're watching, oh, man. you're watching so a relationship good. dissolve in front of you and you're like, oh, they're very done. Like they're going to break up as soon as they get like a sober minute together. And he's like, all right, I'm going to carry her. Right. But I know this is bullshit. I guess I got to carry
1: this, 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 this dramatic bitch who's, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's so like silly. this is Not why I'm ever. breaking up
0: with her. He's like, this is why I'm breaking up with her. Cause she does this all the time whenever she sees another man. Not like, that I'd ever call Sherry a bitch. Cause I love no, Sherry. No, we love Sherry. I mean, this podcast um, stands
1: for Sherry. Then. And then Rick just knocks him to the ground, right? Like violently knocks him, to, knocks her to the ground, and knocks over Sean, so then he can pick up Sherry in a more gentlemanly way to start carrying her. And Then Sean comes and knocks him down from behind, in which you started screaming that. And what again, she there's said. a body,
0: there's a person. Yeah, yeah I was yelling that, but there's yeah, still a person yeah. that keeps getting right. dropped. So each then time. he
1: gets Sherry. Martell leaves, and then he comes back with water, throws ice water over Sherry's head. Mm-hmm. Knocks her to the ground and then Sean chases him. Meanwhile, what we forgot to mention was the absolute very silliness of this whole thing. Was that after she passes out and, and the two guys are fighting in the um, aisle. After this is a count out. Bell rang. Count out. They're both disqualified. DQ.
0: Double DQ. Cause Double DQ. Means nothing.
1: It's absolutely insane. Um, Sherry sits up, fixes her hair, is watching them with a smile as they fight over her. Mm-hmm. Then passes back out when she thinks they're going to look over at them.
0: Because this is entertainment. This it's, is this whole, is whole your match is nothing but entertainment, entertainment. But the
1: wrestling itself is actually pretty decent. It's fast paced. It's fun to watch. It's entertaining. This, this match has zero fucking. Um, it does not matter. This after reminds all. me of like early, but it's entertaining.
0: This reminds me of like early Attitude Era stuff when they had would mm-hmm. have the the little man wrestlers, the little people that you, would that would oh wrestle. No, you
1: don't want little people.
0: No, because I'm just saying this literally is there to fill some time. Do and you to mean entertain like the? People. Do you mean like little
1: people? The or? little
0: luchadors when they so all you, do all the crazy moves because like it's not like we knew like, about no, no, their no. division or we knew no, about no, no. them.
1: Do you mean like little people or do you mean like the lightweight? Little people. Okay.
0: Like when they would have yeah, yeah. like the four on four matches and they do yeah. these awesome moves and we don't know anything about them and then when they leave we never hear about them again. That's like this match because this match means nothing. It's you a double exactly. count out. It's, like, it's silly. And you either entertained or you wouldn't. You yeah. Weren't. And I
1: think a lot of people were And that's weren't. it.
0: Um, yeah. That, that's it. Like the audience I was, is just. I was entertained. Yeah. I liked it. As hell, but, I, um, I enjoyed it for yeah. what it was, yeah. this entertainment. Because that's it's all this was, was like, okay, we gave you a wrestling match.
1: No stakes. It's just what it is. You know, where,
0: um, where two people, you know, two teams could really, really wrestle. And then we gave you, like, whatever we gave you with Nails and Virgil. And then we <laughs> gave you. This match and this match is kind of like just to keep the crowd involved, like entertain. Yeah. It it didn't hit, but it hit for the American audience. Like it's fine. It's they're fine. both
1: good wrestlers. Yeah, But no, I mean, no, no. it's hard. Like, who is the crowd gonna? um... It's not a
0: title match. No, and they don't know who these the people are. The crowd's not
1: gonna root for anybody. They're both heels. But but they also right? don't know who they are. It's I an feel English like more audience. people were probably rooting for Sean. Like there were signs for him. People, more people were cheering for him. But it's not like.
0: Jen, it's it's an English audience. It's it's two heels,
1: man. Nobody really People don't know who
0: Shawn Michaels really is because they haven't seen the barbershop incident. They haven't been following anything. They don't know who this is. Why are
1: you sitting here trying to act like you know anything about what the British audience knew about wrestling back in 1992? And if they even knew about the barbershop incident, which I'm sure that they did, that just means that they would hate him more. Agree to
0: disagreeance, because this is now our second disagreement. because I'm going to tell you right now, the British audience does not know...
1: Seven minutes in, we're only on the third match.
0: The British audience does not know about Shawn Michaels.
1: Stop acting like you know about the point. British
0: at audience. At this point. I'm just man. saying. They didn't know. They didn't understand why. And that's how it ends. Double DQ. And then we switch to Lord Alfred Hayes, who's now at the ultimate warrior spot, right? About to bust into his door.
1: Well, I have Nasty Boys and Beverly Brothers with Sean Mooney, oh. but um, you can say whatever, you, whenever you think is happening. Well, no, no. <laughs> well, I have Nasty Boys and Beverly Brothers with Sean Mooney. Um, oh no! It was just yeah. The Nasty Boys. Cause, the Nasty Boys. Because he's gonna get him a title shot. And right? they said I thought witches melted when they got wet about my girl Sherry. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah, they they wanted a title shot. So then. Um, Next match is the tag team title ma- championship match. Tag team title match,
0: natural disasters versus Beverly Brothers. Boom! This is a strict, and this is probably we're probably going to talk about this, I would say, three minutes at most because this is a strict wrestling match mm-hmm. of the old school/slash natural disaster variety. Mm-hmm. They get into all the spots they need to, Typhoon gets in trouble. Earthquake comes in to bail them out with the hot tag, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and we are just getting a wrestling match. Because again, there's no juice between the Beverly Brothers. Yeah. And the Natural Disasters. The Beverly Brothers are the natural heel. They do all the heel stuff. They grab the scroll that uh the genius had brought with them that was metal and hit them with it. Like they do all the things that you expect them to do, but then the good guys win, and that's natural disasters. And it's literally one of those matches where Especially in the tag team side, where you're just looking at two people and looking at two other people.
1: And you're like, and how, going, how?
0: How are they going to beat them? They're yeah. just not going to beat them unless I see something really fucking weird. Like, there's no way the Natural Disasters are going to lose unless somebody gets physically injured against these guys. They're just not going to beat them. Like, this is silly. And, you know, eventually the Natural Disasters win and then they throw the genius out of the ring. They do. That's it. I mean, that's what I got for this yeah. match. I don't no, know. No, it's you. a pretty
1: entertaining match, but there's really not much else to say. That's exactly what it is. It's a match. It's a
0: wrestling match. So, if you yeah. again, if you're plugging mm-hmm. this in for somebody and you're you're looking to get the perfect like nostalgia bomb, cuz that's what we're going to rate this on at the end, is is a nostalgia bomb. This is like a perfect, oh, you remember the you remember Earthquake and Typhoon? Like they, this is the perfect representation of them. You see them and they don't lose. Cuz like you just look at them and you're like, how could they lose? And then they don't lose. It's a perfect representation of them. Eh. You're like, oh, they're fighting guys that are not jobbers, but almost feel like jobbers because you're like, they're not going to win. You know, it's not like Earthquake and Typhoon versus, you know, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant or something. And you're like, oh, wow. OK, like they're going to lose, you know, like they're, they're not going to lose the Beverly Brothers on a pay-per-view. Now, what was our interlude paper, uh, our cut from here?
1: Well, here we go. We got me and Gene with the Bushwhackers. That's what we got. We got Gene telling Luke. That there's a dentist in London who wants to send him a London Bridge because mm. you know he's got fucked up teethers, right? And then they're just doing their bushwhacker things, whacking around. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> just whacking. They were bush. in a dark match, um, just so whacking I guess that's one you know, <laughs> yeah. And then you see Lord Alfred Hayes with the Ultimate Warrior in his dressing room. Oh, he's at the Ultimate Warrior's dressing room. Um, but he slams the door shut and he won't let him come in. And he calls him rude. Let some well, more. Let some That's it. And
0: then we cut back. Crush against Repo Man.
1: Yep.
0: Crush against Repo Man was a Repo. match. Repo. <laughs> and Crush against Repo Man <laughs> was literally the '90s, '90s in their early '90s in their silly gimmicks versus uh, that '80s, like this is a Repo Man, and it went exactly as you thought it would. Crush won
1: hmm that's it he does his head crusher um he does pick repo man up and like what am i doing pressing him yeah he does like a press like a shoulder press with him a few times um i just think that vince would like you to know that crush is a proponent of icopro because he says it at the end
0: and that's what this five minute 41 a five minute. 41 second match gave you.
1: It's even, I do not even think it was that long. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yet. And yep. that's it. Um, We're going to... Yeah. I do enjoy Crush. He's going to have a couple fun matches we'll talk about yeah, later. Yeah,
1: I really liked him when I was a kid. Um. I still like him now. Oh, so no, I do. I do fun too. Gimmick. But I just remember when I was a kid thinking that he was um larger than life type thing. And yep. the rewatch is a little bit different. When he first comes out, yeah, sure. But, you know, I thought that Head Crusher was... The dopest, and now I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it's a thing. So proponent of acapron. It's
0: time. Without further ado, your main event.
1: Well, isn't it a a double main?
0: No, because the this way, is
1: not the main. I'm counting as my I, personal. Main I point.
0: get it, but the way Gene told the audience was your main event of the evening: Ultimate Warrior against Randy Savage. <laughs> I'm gonna preface yeah. this I'm gonna preface this by saying this is a match that I would rate oh on no. the nostalgia bomb scale. Yeah. So if I needed to like I'm sitting around with my friends, we're drinking, we're hanging out, it's 2022.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I'm like, yo, you know what'd be fun? Just wanna watch some old wrestling and laugh with my friends. The nostalgia bomb. Out of five bombs, this is a four point five. Yeah. Because everybody knows everyone that's involved in this match. And you don't need to know why any of the things happen the way they do. Because none of it makes sense. You have Randy Savage against the Ultimate Warrior. You have Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair who show up and beat them both up. Woo. It is all your favorite people from when you were a kid. Yeah. All together. Sure, yeah. Doing all the things that they're used to doing. Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect, being heels. Macho Man <laughs> and Ultimate Warrior being faces. What you remember. It's everything you remember. It's perfect. It's perfect because it doesn't make what? any sense. Well, Why would they be going at each other anyway? It makes no sense. The, the well, match this, makes exactly. no sense. None of it makes sense. So you're like, this is perfect. It's the perfect
1: nonsensical acid trip. This is the second of the three um, same side matches of mm-hmm. the SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. This is the first face-face match. No. Yeah, and it starts with Vince saying to Bobby, who puts his crown back on, take that stupid crown off. You look like a poster boy for a margarine commercial. And um, I like it. I love it. Starting to get dark out, yeah. which is one of the super cool things about the outdoor shows is that there is this. Uh, there's a shift right between daytime and nighttime and you have the dusk. Mm-hmm. And it makes those later matches, those main event matches, feel a little bit different. Like everything, yeah. it it really just has a certain feeling that the indoor, the you know, the majority of these pay-per-views, the indoor, you know, shows don't have. And uh, it's starting to get dark out. Like there's like a weird dusk going on and it's cool. It's perfect. It's... Literally. It's literally perfect.
0: But it has everything that you can ask for if you just want to plug in something and say, hey... Let's go right back to that time. Get those nostalgia bones smacked. It's so good because, again, as we talked about the past couple weeks um, leading up to this, there's no context for this where this makes any sense. It should be Mr. Perfect and him and Mr. Perfect, Ric Flair with Mr. Perfect. And the way they play this and how they acted up is also literally perfect because it really hits that home. Like, who are they going to support? Oh, that's right. No one. Because this doesn't make any sense. But they're going to beat they? both of you up. It's so good. Right. It's He's so just
1: good. on, I'm just on Flair's side. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. And did you know that the Ultimate Warrior, according to Bobby Heenan, has to beat Savage? Savage don't have to beat him. Which is my favorite thing. <laughs> any title match that ever happens, Bobby Heenan will come through with the... the Opponent? Oh, the, the the champion doesn't have to beat the opponent. The opponent has has to be the champion. So, it's the best. So yeah. I'm gonna stop
0: right there for a second. Do you think that like Bobby Heenan had like a like a sheet? No, like I a think bingo it's just, card? no, no, no. Or you no. think it's just like his brain goes his back thing. to that? He's the brain whenever. Der. You win fatality. You just poof, uppercutted my head off. That was that was a good <laughs> one. But. Um, not to get, like, as we've, as you've obviously, if you've stuck in this long and you're enjoying this, we're not getting into the technical side of all these matches and everything like that. Technically, it's a really fun match. Um, Jen's got some stats that she pulled up with it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, we're not... Just from pure nostalgia bomb standpoint, go watch it. It's no, fun. It's a I don't a lot feel of fun.
1: like we've been talking enough about everybody's outfits. We did not talk about. We'll get back to
0: that later. We'll get back to that later. Okay. We're we're just we're going through okay. the card. We're because we're excited week.
1: But um, also my warrior's wedgie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just feel like now is the time to bring it up because it's there. The whole entire. It's like this outfit was made. To be a wedgie. Okay. It I don't think it can be picked out. Cause the whole entire time this man has a very intense wedgie.
0: I mean that's it's a statement. It's a statement piece that you It's put a out there.
1: truth that I'm dropping. Okay. I'm speaking truth to power right now. Okay. Okay. So we watched this, and I tried to keep track of the amount of um attempted pins. First of all, this match entertaining. Yes. Very good. Yes. It's too long. This is a match that is too long, in my opinion. This match is way too long. It goes on for what I felt like was three hours and sixteen minutes, which I'm sure is not true since 28 i minutes. It it's it feels it feels like a movie. It is very long. You did you feel that way too?
0: Well. So here's the deal. When we first watched it, I felt that way. But I felt that way because we were watching it because we wanted to watch it. Like we were like, I want to watch, but we specifically wanted to watch the Bret Hart bulldog match. So that was kind of where we were going. And again, there's no context for this. So in watching it now, and if I was going to pitch it to friends or something, if I was going to watch it or whatever, just be like, ah, you know, in the world of streaming, what do you want to watch? I'm going to put this on. You remember this, right? And it, it, this was fun. It was just fun. It went on so long because then Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect come out. And then they just start doing their bullshit. And that's why it just went on. But the problem was was that there's no stakes. So again, it became the Rick Martel, Shawn Michaels thing. There was no stakes. That's why it sucked. If you're just going Nostalgia Bomb, it was a lot of fun. Because there's no reason for Ric Flair to be there in his wrestling attire. He's not wrestling anyone. <laughs> Yeah. He's not doing anything. He literally well, he got dressed he to he come out and fancy do this. In it. I'm just saying. You know, him and Mr. Perfect came out there to call us up. Like, why is there not someone in the back? Like, what, who is controlling this? Like, Jack Tunney asleep at the wheel today. Like, apparently. Okay. Is Jack
1: Tunney asleep at the
0: wheel? <laughs> <laughs> just asking questions. People want to know.
1: Uh, apparently, your boy Ric Flair claims that the biggest bar tab he ever had was this night. That's fun. I don't know. Yeah. Right. That's right, fun. Right. But. So uh, maybe that's why he's wearing his, his best purples. But. You know?
0: Ultimate Warrior One. Count right. out. Yeah. The well, first time the refs actually utilized the count out?
1: I know. They utilized it all the time back, back then. They just, you know, we've been watching so much Attitude Era. <laughs> you forget that, like, I feel like. Rick Martell and Shawn Michaels were out of the ring for like 12 seconds and they got a count out. Like, this is when this happened. Like, this, you know. Okay. This isn't the attitude error. We still get count outs. Also, the next next match that happens, you get a very quick DQ for what happens. So, Um, yeah. So, I counted the attempted pins because there are just so many. There are so many near falls. There are so many, like, pins on each other during this match. And this match is really long. So I kept getting distracted and looking at my phone and I'm like, no, you have to pay attention. You're trying to count something. Um, I got 10 attempted pins by uh, our boy, Macho Man, and nine by the Ultimate Warrior. So it 19. 19. Um, it could be more, but it's at least 19 because I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I could have missed one or two. Um, But yeah, at least 19, which is a lot.
0: So again, we just gave you an answer. You can say to your friends if you plug it in. Hey, over under 13 and a
1: half. 19. No, no. 18 and a half.
0: No, no. 13 and a half. Because nobody's going to believe that there's going to be 14, uh, let alone 19. Come on,
1: Jen. Come on. Okay, okay.
0: Don't want to act like you've seen it. You know, you give a, what you think is a ludicrous number. I mean, that's a lot. Any any other stats you took?
1: Um, That's the only stat I took, but I did note that... Um, the majority of the fans were cheering for the ultimate warrior. They were. And when anything happened where Macho man would like knock him down or like he would benefit from like flair attacking the ultimate warrior. Cause both flair and perfect were attacking both of them. Um, the, the boos were noticeable, which I thought was really, uh, you know, interesting and cool to see. Um, you know, I think, I don't think it's really a secret that you and I are macho man fans. Um, yeah, But I, I know back then, and I know a lot of people who were big time Ultimate yeah. Warrior fans. I know
0: a lot um, of people that I've talked to now that are, you know, like, they're big time Warrior fans. They're yeah. like, oh, Ultimate Warrior. I just, again, I think it's, I, as we're talking, you know, it's part of that nostalgia bomb. I think it just depends on what. You know, where, where the bone is that hits you. You know, where where the part of your leg that it is that hits you. Because some people a little earlier it's that Hulk Hogan <clears throat> Ultimate Warrior. Then there's other people that like Macho Man. And like I like Macho Man more for like the end stage Macho Man versus like the earlier like I like this stuff that because you weren't WWF. really
1: there for yeah the Yeah, but I'm saying, much.
0: like, even if I go back and watch any even I'm like, ah, you yeah. know. Like that's who like when I think of Macho Man, that's what I think. And that's that's the thing with pro wrestling is like yeah. any, like anything else. When you get introduced to it, um
1: is gonna be the best error for you. Right. And it's and it's it's gonna be the thing that's most nostalgic for you at least anyway.
0: I'll say this using another using another uh, nerdy trope here. It's it's like uh, you know to use like Star Wars, where they're like, "Oh, you can't, you can't train an older, can't train an older kid, you can't train an old." It's like, nah, it's true. Like with this, like it's when oh, it like hits the
1: you. Jedi training. Has yeah, like you gotta start <laughs> young, and
0: it's like when it hits you, like that's the point. Oh
1: yeah, you can't get into this as an adult. If you get into this no. as an adult no, no, at no, like no. twenty
0: two, like you're not gonna understand any of this. The but, reason
1: we liked this because we liked it when we were kids. But, I would, if you show me this shit now, and I never had a connection to it, honestly, I'd be like. What am I watching? Because, why do I care because, about
0: this? Because it's like, I was a kid playing as Macho Man in the video games. Like, I was a kid playing as Yokozuna in the video games. Like, yo, Yokozuna, I'm going to destroy everybody. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. if you are not there at the time, this is different. And, but again, you could join in right now. We could go watch something right now and feel an attachment to the character. But we're not feeling in the way you do with those kid eyes, which is fun. And yeah, that's why this was a really fun match. Because it really sure. strikes, strikes your kid eyes. Because you knew and- all of them. You knew Perfect, you may or may not have known Flair, but you could tell he's a bad guy. You know, like, you could tell he's a bad guy in this situation. You knew Macho, and you knew the Warrior. Um, So, it's fun. Very fun match.
1: Yeah, and it ends, and I think it ends well because the crowd is happy that the Ultimate Warrior wins. Mm -hmm. But then Macho Man keeps his title, right? Which is cool, and then the Warrior kind of like brings in the title because Macho Man at this point got hurt and his knee hurts. He's on the floor, he's rolling around his knee. He's, my guy. his knee is killing. Oh, my him. Guy. So, th- so then Ultimate Warrior helps him back to the locker room, and they start to show them walking back at like the pace. <laughs> yes. Of a snail. a snail, and I just laughed at how long this they sold mile it. and a half way, walk yeah. to the locker room is going to take. You don't see it though because then. They bring you to me and Gene in the locker room with Flair and Perfect. Who are gloating about their... Who are gloating about whatever the hell just happened. And Perfect calls me and Gene a divot head. Which, I don't know.
0: I'm into it. I love them.
1: How could you... I love them so... I They are the best. Um, Flair is yelling about how... You know, it's plan B or plan D or whatever, and that Savage's belt's coming back to him, and then there's just like a chorus of wooing going on. There's just woos all over the place. Woo 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 woo. Yeah.
0: And with the the apron clear with it with the match over the aisle clear, we have The Undertaker against Kamala.
1: Yeah. So Fink
0: with Doctor. announces,
1: announces dr harvey whippleman who then snatches the microphone away from from the fink and is you know a dick to him which is just foreshadowing into their feud where we get to see them in a beautiful tuxedo match in the future Mm -hmm. which uh i can't wait for that like i'm just
0: saying if anyone uh that's involved in the (laughs) production of any sort of uh you know games or anything like that just needs to understand that like these rivalries they start they can start here you know you can you can yeah. let it go for many 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 moons Just a little slow simmering thing because like you said you're connecting the dots like yeah they don't like each other from here
1: uh-huh oh yeah yeah it's starting right here he's insulting the he's gm insulting mode. it's the like fake, come on yeah. he's,
0: he's insulting him they're just keeping it simmering that's uh-huh. just simmering they're just putting that rice in the in the so yeah. Well that can term. happen
1: cuz they're not actual wrestlers or mm-hmm. just, you know, announcers and managers. Um, Undertaker arrives to the ring in a hearse that is following Paul Bearer and the urn.
0: This is a vintage <laughs> 19 early 90s Undertaker <laughs> it's so match.
1: Good. It's so good.
0: Um Jen, it it happened to me.
1: Yeah. Undertaker shows well. He's doing he's looking super agile. He's jumping super high. He's super fast, and I love when Undertaker reminds you that he is more than just a big dude, you know? When he's like, he's like, no, man, I'm athletic, and I'm fast, and I'm agile, and I can jump really far. Um, so he does that, and that is where I'm going to stop talking because I feel like that is the good parts of this match, and that's really it, you know?
0: And that's the early 90s Undertaker matches where you... Realize that you are a part of some sort of ride and experience, <laughs> but you don't really, you never feel safe with it. You always feel like we just came from these like longtime iconic friends, maybe. And then you're like these villains and like good guys, bad guys. Like yeah. you just came from a play. Like you were also at the, this guy's a model and this guy's... <laughs> mr arrogant like you're at like a play and you felt safe and now you have a man that's two men threatening they're gonna resort to cannibalism with the corpse of the other yeah Yeah. riding in on a hearse uh what must be two of the largest people that anyone in the stadium has seen like in person because they're just big dudes like really big humans doing these wild things Ends with a DQ, Jen.
1: Um, yeah, Kimchi runs in. Who? Fun fact, Brooklyn ball- brawler. He's out there. Um, as Kimchi runs in, and match immediately DQ'd. Immediate. So when you said before, oh, this is the one match people count. No, no, no. This is nineteen ninety two.
0: Wow. This is when this
1: is when this happens. Um, some law order. Yeah, we still have a few years of of things happening like that. So this is an immediate DQ. Um, then they. Basically, Whippleman kind of instructs, and Kimchi instruct instructs Kamala to kind of keep beating up the Undertaker and jumping on him from the third rope and, and all this, and uh, the Undertaker does the thing that he does, which is just randomly sit up after, you know, being beat up like crazy, and Kamala freaks out, runs backstage, and Undertaker chases him. End scene. Um, yeah, I mean... End scene. End scene. And Scene. i'm looking at kamala's height right now uh yeah
0: and scene
1: yeah he was six seven so yeah a big dude that's
0: what i'm saying big dudes yeah and scene and we go to who who's who's caught in the promo is there even a promo? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: there's two promos. There's a promo with, this is it. This is uh, Davey Boy with Shaw Mooney. Um, and he says, when I step into the ring with you, Brett, it's like I never even met you. Like, I don't even know you. Uh, apparently, he's real cracked out during this. He's coming off of a a bender mm. that he was on with uh, a guy, Jim Neidhart. A, a nice little crack bender his for a while. Other, apparently, His other brother-in-law. Apparently, apparently. Um, yeah, his other brother-in-law. So that is Davy Boy's interview. And then Brett comes in with Mean Gene. Brett's face, did you notice he's got like all cut up, like on the bridge of his nose and like his eyes all cut up and bloody? Um, So who knows what that's about? But, uh, you know, maybe just a wrestling match, maybe something more, who knows? He comes in, he is real pissed. He's like, Yeah, you can say you never met me, but uh just remember I'm the guy that introduced you to my sister in the first place, you Bang. know? Yeah.
0: Bang. Fireworks.
1: Fireworks. So he's all uh he's all being Canadian and pissed. And then we cut to the bagpipers.
0: Roddy. Roddy Piper comes out yeah. as part of the bagpipers. Yep.
1: And he pipes along with the pipes. And uh yeah.
0: And then we get the match started. Davey Boy scored by Lennox Lewis.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: English. Well, royalty. no, actually, no. No. Well, Lennox Lewis comes out first. Uh-uh. He just comes out.
1: You missed the interview with your girl, Diana oh, Hart. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. I, I thought that was the <laughs> No, well. no. Then you cut to an interview with Diana Hart. And Sean Mooney in the crowd, and she's wearing some kind of insane like. I
0: told you, it looks like some sort of like Cherokee, not not Cherokee, but some sort of Native American type like like. Yeah. Like outfit kind of deal, like, like
1: jacket over some sort of denim yeah. situation, and it's all these like tassels and. It's, it's it's wild. It's
0: it's a look. It's a look for your. It's uh,
1: wild, and she is working on that Emmy. Girl. She is upset. Mm-hmm. She does not care who wins the match. She just cares about the well-being of her brother and her husband. Yeah. And so, she's upset. She's so she cares not now. She recognizes they're two of the best wrestlers in the world. Doesn't want to be an obstacle. No. But doesn't want either of them getting. But she
0: matched. also wants to make it clear that she is in a unique <laughs> position for a woman. Because most she women does. She does. Most women cannot accompany their man into battle, but she can. And she's there. And she
1: literally said "battle" too. Like she
0: said "battle." She meant it. This is a battle. It's
1: it's rough. It's rough. That-
0: I will say. <laughs> I, don't know. I will say that I appreciate the fact that we bring her back later on, multiple times. But definitely one that I can recall with
1: Shawn Michaels, and it's just like oh god, yeah, it's wonderful. The worst part about. We go to that well. That whole situation is that I feel like it was never actually, um that was never properly like like wait, wait. finished. It just kind of they just kind of left it hanging. You know what I mean? Anyway, we'll get there when we get there. Jen, but I just feel like that whole situation. At one
0: hour and fifteen minutes into this podcast. <laughs> I wanna remind you of something. I wanna remind you that at one point The Undertaker kidnapped Stephanie McMahon, on behalf of Vince McMahon. That's
1: kind. Of, I
0: will... On behalf of Vince McMahon. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. To Vince McMahon's dismay. Like no, no, no. It's... Hear what I just said again.
1: <laughs> it's fun that that happened. The Undertaker has but...
0: kidnapped <laughs> Stephanie McMahon on behalf of Vince McMahon to Vince McMahon's dismay in the ring because we are
1: never going to know what happens to Rocco.
0: They called the police, and the police said it's not real. But Vince acted then like it was real because they never really called the police. Think about it.
1: Think I, about
0: it. It's the all, layers of the cave. Oh, it's, it's
1: all so much. It's were so like meta, but also not when we get up, but, there.
0: It's okay. like inception. <laughs> so like much. like Christopher Nolan needs to help me understand this timeline because it's so Vince on top of Vince on top of Vince layers and layers and layers. But
1: <sighs> do 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 do. And there it is. Yeah.
0: Baby Boy comes out. Lennox Lewis. With Lennox Lewis. Brett comes out.
1: Brett said his song had to play twice because (laughs) the walk down that aisle was so goddamn long.
0: Because it (laughs) is that long. And we are treated to... Well,
1: apparently, first, before we're treated to anything, Brett finds a kid in the audience that he saw pre-show and promised him he'd give his glasses to. We actually found him in like the first row or second row... And gave him his glasses. And it's adorbs. Anywho, carry on.
0: We are treated to a classic wrestling match.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. It's good. It's a good match. It's
0: good. Classic wrestling match. Um, if you remember Bret Hart, if you remember Davey Boy Smith, on the Nostalgia Bomb, you get a four. Four to five for both of them. For both of them. Both of them. Like vintage Bret Hart, Bret Hart, you know, best matches I think are in front of them. Davey Boy's got some good matches in front of them too. So this is just a good this is like
1: good and the whole family drama is good like it's good I care I'm invested you would, invested give, it, in you it would give it
0: more than a four out of five just nostalgia we're talking just nostalgia no, I'd probably
1: give it a five I know really okay give it a five. I'm fine I mean, with I that thought this was then a good that's match.
0: perfect then at the end of your card there
1: it's are Bret Hart matches and Davey Boy matches that I do enjoy more um, than this one but I do really enjoy this match.
0: So give me what you got for the match.
1: And it does everything I need it to do. I mean, it's just a lot of back and forth. Um, without knowing the backstory, it is an excellent match. You mm-hmm. don't know who's going to win. The crowd is going crazy for Davey Boy. Obviously, Brett's also a face. Yes, this is the third of three same-side matches. Um, the last match of the night. It is now dark out. It is The crowd is insane for this. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of back and forth. And then when you hear the backstory that like Davey boy is just super, you know, Drung out, exhausted and something. strung out. Yeah. And I guess during one of the first sleeper holds that Brett does, he goes, Brett, I'm fucked. I don't remember anything. I don't know what we're supposed to do after they went over the match the night before. Brett just carries him the whole time. This is a story Brett told a bunch. It's easy to find if you look on YouTube or just Google it, you can find him talking about that and how it went down. And it's super fun and interesting. So I would definitely suggest that if you are a Bret Hart fan, yeah, yeah. Um sometimes it's easy to listen to Bret Hart and think to yourself, Well, Bret Hart's always right and everyone's wrong, right? From his point of view. But you know, I really I really do believe him in this instance for sure. Yeah. Um and it's impressive. It's an impressive match. I mean, if if that is true and he's really carrying the whole time, which I believe it is, that's super impressive because you wouldn't know it just watching this. Yeah,
0: it's fun. It's good. It's...
1: There's a bunch of near falls. There's a bunch of, um, you know, just back and forth. And this is the first time anyone's ever broken out of press sharpshooter.
0: Yep. First and the first time happened. I think probably anybody's kicked out of Davey Boy's power slam.
1: Oh, really? I, didn't, I, would, I, I
0: would imagine it's I don't probably.
1: Know. I don't know if that's true or not.
0: I would imagine. I, I, I'm going to say I would imagine that that's probably the case in this context. and Him being a singles fighter, I would imagine that's the case. Because that was part of the drama. Because you're like, okay, that's it. Power slam, boom. Nope, nope. Because this is the first, you know, yeah. where, they, where they start to poke at that. And they start to do that because your finishers are your finishers. But I'd
1: say there's probably a little too much sleeper hold action for me personally in this match, but that's really the only knit I have to pick with it. I thought it was great, great match. I really cared about I kinda you know, it's one of those things you want both guys to I wanted both guys to win watching this. You know, I really felt that. Like I love Bret Hart, but like seeing Davy Boy in England and blah blah, blah, it's like, oh man, Davy Boy. Like, yeah, I want him to win too. So really Felt that. I like a match where I really feel invested in both of the characters. So uh yeah, it's good. Um it ends I don't know what that move's called. Help me out. Help me out. Help me What's out. What's the move? It's kinda like Davey Boy just kinda like flips up, flips him over and pins him real quick. Like
0: a sunset flip or something yeah, like that. Like, it's, yeah, like it's one it's of those quick and dirty but...
1: and you don't expect it right away and it happens and the crowd just absolutely erupts. Yeah. And um teary-eyed diana runs out and you know whatever but before that happens (laughs) brett's like looking at davy boy and apparently he's trying to make eye contact with him because davy boy's supposed to come over to like shake his hand right to like kind of like make everything right but like he won't look at him because he's still too out of it and whatever and he's not remembering he's supposed to do that so every time brett tries to like leave the ropes like you hear the crowd like booing like crazy, you know? And then they finally make eye contact and they shake hands and everybody freaks out and then that's when Diana runs in and holds both their hands up and it's um it's a feel-good moment, you know? Family. British. And that's it? Excellence. All of it.
0: end scene. With yeah. Davy Boy's music playing. Playing us out.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's appropriate. I mean, to me this match takes a cake for the night, but uh we do obviously have to rate these in order, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of.
1: From from worst to least, is that how we're doing this?
0: If we're going to go worst to least, this is, I think this is probably going to be one of our easier ones. I really do.
1: Yeah, I would probably, I would have to probably agree with you, but I mean, there's probably going to be a couple of little.
0: So if you disagree with anything I have to say. Yeah. You just come at me and then we'll we'll talk it out. Okay. I think the worst match is Nails Virgil.
1: I agree. So far, so good.
0: I think the second worst match... Yeah. Crush Repo Man. Because I really have nothing invested Uh, in it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: The third worst match, I think, is The Undertaker Kamala. Because it's not really for any stakes.
1: (sighs) The problem is...
0: What would you slide in there?
1: Is that I really like The Undertaker's entrance. But as far as matches go, no, I agree with you. I agree. Just
0: match. Just match. It's, yeah. Because yeah. it's not like, you know.
1: It's hard for me because I'm like, I'd rather rewatch that some, than some of these other things. But I really wouldn't. I just want to watch The Entrance.
0: And then I would say the. Yeah. But, that, but that's but so that's not. Yeah, 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 yeah no, we're, no, we're, no not, I'm we're not talking. Because we're going to give this a rating after this. But I agree. The with fourth you. worst match, I would say, honestly, is then The Natural Disasters, Beverly Brothers. Only because, although there is a match, there's no juice between who the disasters are fighting. It's not like natural disasters. Money Inc. Where I would have at least been a little bit more invested. Right. Like I really wasn't in. Because I've been myself, wa- I wasn't that entertained. Right. By this, because I didn't feel like. Did the Beverly, like I didn't we've feel been like watching the
1: Beverly Brothers write right? Legion of sissies on people's chests for saying. the last three or four months. There's no juice. I don't understand.
0: So match wise, I'm yeah. like, ah, eh, whatever. No, I agree
1: with you. I I agree with you.
0: Then from there, I would say only because. This is me only because of how it played out in the timeline. Rick Martell versus Shawn Michaels. Cause again, nothing happened in this really that mattered to anything. And like they had a good match, but then just ended with like nothing. And then it was like the kind of sherry drama. And then it ended on the, like, I think this would have benefited if it wasn't a mile and a half long stage. (laughs) Because I feel like if it was quicker that they were like almost back there, because it kind of like seemed like it dragged down a bit, but it wasn't their fault. They, they had to get back to the end so you can get the bottle, of wa- the bucket of water. But
1: we did get the lady giraffe comment.
0: It's true. Because then I was going to say, my next, I don't know if you feel that way, because I feel like I was more entertained. you you going to
1: give the next one to Money Inc? Yeah, because it just,
0: it banged, and, and I was like, dating. I'm here. And like, I'm okay, okay, we're here. Because you couldn't open with that Shawn Michaels thing. And I don't think you 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 can't. His open. song
1: is the second best song to open. Yes. Yeah. To the money song, so you could have opened with that match. They opened the WrestleMania Nine opens with him, and it is effective. But
0: but it wasn't him versus Rick Martel in a don't punch me in the face match with Sensational Sherry there. Uh, it's
1: almost over. as fucking ridiculous. It's it's. It, I'm just saying. I don't know if you remember it, but it's ridiculous. Um. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to choose between that match. And the Money Ink match. I think most people would choose the Money Ink match to be the better match. Yeah. I think it's. Personally, me, I really enjoy the shenanigans. Um, but yeah, I'll say that. That's that's fine. I'll agree.
0: Because then I was going to say it's the Money Ink, and then you have them starting it by riding in a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the fine. I'll I'll agree. Pads. I'll it's
1: agree. Like I'll, agree. I'll agree. And it is LOD, and it's LOD's last match for a really long time. Who knows at this point if they even know that they're coming back. So. Yeah. Second best match is the main event, Ultimate Warrior,
0: Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Mostly because they couldn't get over on that crowd the way that Bulldog and Brett would. And that's why Bulldog and Brett is your, your <sighs> match.
1: That ma- Honestly, it's it's so long. And if I'm rating these in the ones I want to watch the most, this is not the order. Yeah. But this is what I think. The Yeah. I have to agree. I have to agree.
0: And that's what I thought, because I'm like, you know, we're watch- if you want to watch this, you know, when we get later on and we get, you know, Shawn Michaels headlining a lot of matches, maybe there's conversations that could be had for some of the other things. But, like, in this instance, this just follows a blueprint of, like...
1: No, I, I think that this is the right... I think that you ranked it properly. Yeah.
0: Especially because it was in England, so that's why the, the Bulldog Bret Hart, because that has a whole. But it's also they're vibe. so good. Bret's that's so good at this point. That's like, the you thing. But when we were just at our WrestleMania, from him, you know, our last pay per view was WrestleMania, and we were talking about that. We were talking about how great that Bret Bret Hart Roddy Piper match was, but we couldn't go above, and it wasn't above the main event, and that's the thing.
1: But I think it the only main event
0: here at uh, that that second tier.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I think it only wasn't above the main event because the main event was a was. The big title match. Yeah, like I really think those two matches are neck and neck. They're both so good. Like right. Bret Hart, Roddy Piper. I actually think might even be a little better than Ric Flair, Macho Man, in that. Like I. But I don't this gets pushed over the top. Have a really hard time choosing because they're both so good, and I feel like I don't. I don't have to choose, you know. Like I can like them both. Um, but
0: but this is easy enough because you have Davy Boy with the English crowd. So I feel like that's, this, that's, not that's, 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 this is not even this is not even, even a, a question.
1: Yeah. That match was amazing. Where. Honestly, uh, the Macho Man Ultimate Warrior match, I don't think it's one of the best matches we've seen this year by by any stretch. I really don't. No, but the, don't.
0: The, the Bulldog, I, the two matches that I'm going to put into a, they might be on my best match of the end of the year, is honestly going to be the Money, Inc., if I want to start, like, my... If you
1: do, like, a tag team.
0: If I want to do, like, my perfect pay-per-view for the year of 92, like, Money, Inc., just because of how it started. And it was so cool. I might even start it with that because it was so fun. And then, obviously, the Bret Hart, Davey Boy. Because yeah. if you want to get two people right there. Yeah. Now, who was our winner of this event? This these event?
1: I'm the British Bulldog. Easy. Right? Who was right? our
0: loser of this event?
1: Ooh, who is the loser? Um... Well, I mean, maybe Ultimate Warrior man because he might have won, but he didn't get that belt, you know. I don't know.
0: I'm gonna tell you. You also
1: had to have that fucking wedgie all night. Nails. <laughs> <laughs> Virgil, Virgil's the real
0: loser. No, we haven't attached him with the Virgils. We just met Nails, the escaped convict. But we still don't he know. He got anything that about
1: shit it. beat out of him that by Nails. Match, that that. No, I'm going Virgil. I'm going Virgil. I'm going Nails. Okay, we can agree this to disagree because I'm going Virgil. Who was the best dressed of the evening? Like I said, Ooh, we get it's back it's hard. To it. Okay, let's do a quick recap. Deebs, Ted DiBiase comes All in. All whites, I'm going to say Dressed no. whites with gold trim. No. Money. He's dressed money. We got LOD with the gold shoulder You know what? Actually, shoulder wait. Actually wait, 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 wait. I'm just going through real hold quick. Hold to on,
0: start. hold on. So here's how we're going to do it. You're going to go through it, but okay. I'm going to start and I'm going to say, okay, so you give me DiBiase. So I'm going to say, is that person better than... That person and that person continues on. So okay. Lod, their are gold, things better than Dibiase. No.
1: So we got Deeb so far. Deeb IRS, so far. we're not even talking about. It. No, okay. no, no.
0: IRS. Then is we a got
1: little... uh, Virgil and Nails. We're gonna keep going because we know that that's not the right. Winners, right. Okay. So far, <laughs> all right. All right. So we got Rick Martell, mm-hmm. tennis champ. Tennis champ. Tennis champ. But then we get Sherry and the assless chaps.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Sean's outfit's new. He's got a new. He's got like a vest on with like little chains. He looks good. He looks good. He's looking. No. He's got his mullet shining. In the, the, the the answer
0: wind. is no. Okay. Although although I will say closer. They're than all looking sharp. All, all three all of them. Sharp.
1: All three of them. Sharp as fuck. But DiBiase
0: comes out in the all white. The all white with his song with money. You are
1: gonna give it to Deeb's though with with the tidy whiteys over Sean and Sherry.
0: Yes. Because each person, mm, we're picking... I'm gonna
1: agree to disagree, but I know that neither of them are winning, so it doesn't matter.
0: We're we're picking a best dress for the event. Right, well, okay. I, so I, so far, still Teddy. So deeps.
1: far, you can have Debs. I got Sean, but we'll okay. we'll keep going. Okay. okay. The Bevs and the Natty D's. We'll keep no. going. We'll keep going. Crush Repo. Keep going. Here we go. Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Both. Absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. Every color you can possibly imagine. Ultimate Warrior's singlet looks like raw meat. His wedgie is a planned
0: It's a planned wedgie. Pandemic. It's a planned. It's, it's a wedgie that has been
1: sewn into his singlet. Versus Deeb's and Sean.
0: Okay. Out of all of them.
1: Also, Macho Man's outfit says, oh yeah, all over Out it. of all
0: of them, I'm giving it to the Macho King. Okay, out of out of uh, them that you just said, so yeah. so Macho Man takes it from Warrior, yeah. and from whoever you wanted out of that last suit. Also, so Macho Rick holds Flair. It.
1: Co- Rick Flair comes Hold out. Hold on. Okay. Hold
0: on. You uh, you asked me a specific question, so out of those four people, because I had Rick Flair, I, I I'm not Rick Flair. I had Ted DiBiase, and you had Shawn Michaels. So that's who we had that were going through this bracket. Now we're introduced to Macho and Ultimate Warrior. I'm yeah. gonna give it to Macho. Would you agree?
1: It's really a toss-up because the Ultimate Warrior singlet is absolutely fucking insane. You gotta choose. And his his when he comes to the ring, he has a crazy vest on. It's like floor length. It's all choose. colors. And it's
0: I got an answer. I got <sighs> an answer. We got to wrap up this podcast. I got to have an answer. Is it Macho Man or is it Warrior? Or is it Sean? Warrior. 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 Okay. So now I have Macho and you have Warrior. Now you just said Ric Flair enters the scene. Ric Flair takes it from me. From them. Because Ric Flair is a man that is not participating in any sporting events, but has on his finest.
1: (laughs) It's wild. I'm going to keep Warrior, but I hear you.
0: So I'm going to say Ric Flair. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Undertaker Kamala. Okay. Then we're going to keep going to Davey Boy and your Man Brett. I'm going to stick with the Warrior, and you're probably going to stick with with Ric Flair. Okay. There we go. There it is. Ric Flair
0: Warrior. There it is. Who had the worst-dressed outfit? I'm going to tell you right now, because I this is a pay-per-view. It's actually someone that had a bad costume. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you that they made a mistake with their costume. Yeah. <clears throat> that person is none other than the model Rick Martel.
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm going to go Repo Man. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll take
1: it. He had, like, a new Repo costume, but it wasn't working. The model Rick Martel
0: walking out like he was a tennis pro? was the worst thing I've ever seen
1: but it was just like Wimbledon just happened or as Vince would say Wimbledon Um,
0: but nobody was talking to the crowd so they just see this guy come out and he comes out like a tennis pro because he's
1: a model so he's modeling tennis no no no
0: you just said he's a model right so come out with the fucking button that says I'm a model you have a button that's the size of your body he doesn't always
1: model the same thing sometimes he's a tennis wears model listen I'm going repo man
0: okay I accept it. Repo.
1: And I could even go Nails or Virgil. I mean, I really like...
0: So, for Noted Notables and Money Grabs, they're the same. IcoPro. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness, yes. Yes, this whole this whole thing is brought to you by IcoPro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think we've talked about it all.
1: I think it's all been talked about.
0: I think we really enjoyed this episode. We're glad you guys can come along. Yeah,
1: I hope uh, when I listen to it, to edit it, I don't decide to just scrap it and redo it.
0: Uh, Because I won't be showing up. So, having said that, what do we learn as we always do?
1: Well, we learned that you should really please follow us at blc underscore pod on Twitter. Right?
0: Yeah, that's the tweet tag.
1: That's a tweet deck. Becky Left the Chat with a little period in between each word on Instagram. Our right. email if you'd like to yell at us about any of our takes here is Becky Left The Chat at gmail.com. An
0: hour and a half into it, people know our shit.
1: You gotta we tell them. What if they it. don't what if this is the first? what if they're really into SummerSlam nineteen ninety two, right? Like you don't know. It's true. Guys, up the
0: chat at gmail.com yes we BLC want to hear from you B-O-C underscore pod
1: yes. and guys the anything tweeters. is possible and anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation
0: was Montreal a work
1: yes